from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit. Hey, welcome Matt back Bunger. to Advice from a Dipshit. Hopefully you're a longtime fan and you keep up with us, but if not, welcome. Uh, I'm here with, I'm Matt Bronger, this is Vice from a Dish with Matt Bronger. With, with me as always is uh, Amanda Rosie, and she's oh, hanging yeah. out. Uh, I, um, I'm sorry, I cut you off, I just said hello. No, you're good. Uh, I, I was just thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful today, grateful for you, oh. grateful for this, for this show. Because uh, I feel like doing something you don't want to do gives you perspective sometimes. And I had to drive all the way to Santa Monica. Now there are people going through real problems <laughs> in their lives, but... I live, I'm an East Sider. I live on the East Side of Los Angeles, and I find uh, Santa Monica to be a lovely place. And I used to live in Venice, very nice, but it's so fucking far away that like anyone who lives in LA, when uh, I've I've literally two friends that I've kept in touch with that are in Santa Monica, and ever, anyone else who moves there, it's like, well, you know, you have a good life. I think we've had a <laughs> we've had a good run together as friends. Uh, so when I was doing dating apps, it definitely says on the apps. Whether you like a there's a common like line of I won't date anybody west of the five or I won't date anybody east of the five. Yeah. Like people just won't. I get it. Just won't cross over. Well, we have to travel in cars so much for our our occupations, generally speaking, that it's just when it comes time to date. Yeah, I I dated a girl who lived way over there and it was like it. I won't say that's why it fell apart, Mm -hmm. but uh, it was. It was getting together was a pain in the butt in the butt. Yeah. It was that thing where I, I think we jumped to the physical much faster because she was just like, I just don't want to drive away home. Let's sleep in the same bed. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's have slumber parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And and yeah, and, and but she she was also kind of like a serial monogamist and was kind of just like, Can we just not call this anything? Like she did the guy thing with me. I was like, Okay, all right, yeah. Oh yeah. Isn't that funny? No way. Yeah, yeah. Uh but Anyway, it's funny because she, she she would park her car. I lived in Silver Lake. She'd park her car right by Echo Park for some reason, and then I would go and get her. And then we like okay. Explain how far those two are because I don't know how many people understand. Oh yeah, so they're they're like about a mile or two apart. Not not too far. Yeah, one's like they're, north of the other. Yeah, it, actually east. Echo east. Park is just a little bit more east of Silver oh, Lake. Okay. You got yeah, I'm still in near. terms of your 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 hipster demographics. You got. <laughs> Los, you don't fit. You got Los. <laughs> I'm hanging on, uh, but no. Uh, so I'm it, like I'm in Los Feliz, which is kind of like uh, hip, but hip with hip with kids. Okay. You know, you're a hipster okay. and you have children. Okay. Yeah, like like Park Slope in Brooklyn, basically. Okay. At least that was. I don't know what Park Slope slope is now but that's what it was i remember um hipsters with strollers and then you got silver lake which is hip but you know like i feel like the most most of the hipness it just keeps moving let's just let's call it what it is white hipness it just keeps moving east <laughs> yeah okay. you know it just keeps keeps on gentrifying oh, hip- that wagon get train hipper. yeah the more east you go that well that's the that's, cooler you are well it's, it's the further away from uh the 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 non-hip edgy shit so it's kind like of like Hollywood. it's all it's all in they're all in like Highland Park now I feel in Eagle Rock. Oh yeah. yeah, I was about to say isn't Highland Park and Eagle Rock like the new I'm too cool for cool place to be living in in LA now. York Boulevard for sure. <laughs> like York Boulevard is insane. Uh <laughs> It's so funny. Anytime we drive up there, Kara's like, "Get off of York, go the street above it, and drive." And it's it's just so much clearer because cars just inch, 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 inch. Oh gosh. Yeah. I don't know. have to drive through that very much. I'm lucky for that. I really like the area. It's cool, but it's it is yeah. It's. Uh, 
I went to, I went to, so I have, I was there kind of recently to get a massage just cause my back was really bothering me. Mm-hmm. And so I went to this like Thai massage retreat place, right. To get like a 30 minute, like it was supposed to be like face, neck and shoulders and that's it. Yep. And I, sw- and they, I wasn't prepared for this, but they massaged me with, uh, Greek yogurt, but like actually Greek yogurt. Oh no! Like actual yogurt. Did you look this place up at all? I did, and it came with all of these like great reviews okay. and stuff. Okay, but it gets better. Okay. <laughs> so I have a guy because I because I like pain, like to stronger hands, you bigger know, hands. You know, it just whatever. Like, and I I on occasion have found women who can really like dig into the muscles, but you know, usually just men are kind of a little just a little more sure oomphy like i just yeah yeah uh but this guy literally massaged my nose holes oh weird <laughs> like so much so that i started like aggressively exhaling to like get him oh. to stop so he's like massaging <sighs> my nose holes right like like and i'm like <laughs> to try to like get him to stop but then he's also doing it with his like yogurt hands oh no <laughs> god <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so horrible. And so my best friend Leah is like next to me laughing because she like oh. went with me, right? I did this like a buddy's package. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, okay, cool. And so she's like, so like, oh. like just like all this yogurt and like. And that's good. Just like the, the, the dynamic is like you don't, you just, you, you don't, you know, we all hate confrontation. We don't want to go stop that. That's not a thing, or what you or go. I don't understand why this is happening, or whatever. Like, give them direction because it's like we're not the experts. I've had people where I'm like, you know, what's bugging me? My shoulders, my neck, you know. Uh, and all they do is work my legs, and I want to fucking scream because I'm like, there's five minutes left. Can you get to my fucking neck? Yeah, the part I want. You know right? what I mean? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But it's like you generally want to go. They, they, they know what they're doing. I will, I will do you one. Uh, uh, and it's, it's so funny. I have a, I have a. A joke that's on you can you can listen now on Pandora and all that, but oh, cool. but I it, it's it's about a woman who hurt me so badly in a massage and my my toxic masculinity that I thought I was free of would not let me say stop you're killing me and oh. it was a whole I have a whole joke about that because oh, yeah. you know when you think about toxic masculinity we generally don't think of and this is a sliver of the whole Venn diagram but like how men let themselves get hurt through it where it's like you know you get you won't back down from a fight or right, 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 you right. yell at someone in traffic or whatever. Uh, anyway, but I'll do one better when, uh, my now wife and I were in Australia for, um, the Melbourne, I was there for Melbourne comedy festival. We were still just a manager and client, but kind of, what was this? No, we were definitely fucking, but like, it was like no one knew. And so, (laughs) but, but we, we were like, we asked our, one of the one of the producer ladies, Hey, is there a place to get a massage? And she's like, Oh, there's one down the street. This, we assumed this woman was like. Oh, I checked it out. I go there. She was just like oh, she yeah, just saw. She, she saw a sign. Uh-huh. Oh, now, oh. prostitution's legal in Australia. Okay. Okay. Uh, and so you know, it's not <laughs> there. You don't really see a lot of streetwalkers. You generally you call a phone number. Someone yeah, shows and it's up. Somewhere or, safe. And right. Regulated. Yeah. And- yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> awesome. We unknowingly went to a Jack Shack. Uh huh. So we go and check in, <laughs> and they're looking at Kara like, "The fuck? What are you doing here?" And she's we get out of there and. And here's what happened. Kara, Kara was like, she just didn't, she's like almost punching my back <gasps> and like not punching, but just like, didn't know what she was doing. Just grab, 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 oh, grab. Oh yeah. She you know, just touched like, her. Same massage. Yeah. And like, I'm out in the hallway and there's a guy, there's a guy in a towel and he kind of gives me a look like wink, like look at us. And I'm like, 
What's that look? And I didn't even think about it. Oh, yeah. And I go in there, and this lady's massaging me, and she's like, turn over, and she's like, she goes, you want tuggy? So she said, you want a tuggy? You want a tuggy? Yeah. And I was like, no, oh, no, no. And and she's like, <laughs> okay, you know, and she just kept going massage. And it was one of those things I was like, hmm, I've had better massages. I just didn't think about it. Right. And I get out. She's like, that was a fucking jack I was like, oh, god damn it. Yeah. And we said to the lady, like, so, and she's like, oh, my God. And oh she, my was, gosh. she was so embarrassed. Oh, I'm but sure. But to her credit, she had, she was juggling the needs of a thousand bookers and, 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 uh, and venues and comics. You know, she was just like, oh, I saw one. What? Okay, now I have to do something else. You know, I, really I, bl- you. I didn't blame hilarious. her. We should have done due diligence. But it was just that thing. I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> like, hey, we'll always have that. Yeah, we why to, not? Uh, yeah. I, I'm surprised you didn't get the one because, you know, they have one where you select the look of your masseuse and like they come oh. out on like benches essentially and you're like, oh, I like oh. the look of yeah, her hands. That's brutal. I, that's like a, yeah, that's a, that, so, I, so I pictured it one better of you and, and Kara sitting there and like looking at all these women yeah. in lingerie with their right. hands out nope, and you're nope, like nope, Whoa. Nope, <laughs> nope didn't have any that would have been like mm, we're gonna go but that's funny i like that that's funny that's that would be something that you two would go through does sure. that make sense like yeah you know what I mean? not like because you absolutely fu- not because you two search anything like that out mm-hmm. but like like the comedy that would arise out of unknowingly walking into a jack shack would happen yeah. to you too. Well, well life is life is just that random when you're kind of like Oh yeah, uh, I'm just going here. I'm kind of on autopilot. I forgot to do maybe one thing, which was research where I'm going. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And then you walk right in. Uh, but I don't. I mean, I just take it. I just take it as that's like very much so her sense of humor too. Oh yeah, we had a good laugh. You know, like, I did feel bad though because she was like her back. Like she's like my back hurts now. I was oh, like, oh, oh, it messed her up. It didn't. Oh. It was just like it was just like sore a little yeah. bit. It went away later that day and stuff. But it was just like, oh shit. <laughs> they shouldn't have charged her. Anyway, all right, let's listen to the first call. All right. Excuse me. Hello, Maddie. Sorry for the car noise. I'm driving to West Virginia for some god-awful reason. So, I've asked around, and I think the only person who can answer this is probably a comedian. I spend about 40 weeks a year on the road for my job across 12 different states. Um, It's hit and miss on when I'm going. There's very little rhythm to it, and so I spend a lot of time in and around places for a couple of days. and it's, it's difficult to get to know people. So when I'm not on the road, I'm actually still living with my wife that is separated. We have a small child. Um, and I spend every moment that I can at home with him when I am, in fact, home. The rest of the time on the road, I'm kind of free to do what I want after business hours. And so it's spent a lot of time at the local restaurant, in the, in the lobby, getting out there to try and meet people. But it's difficult, and it's, it's lonely on the road especially considering I'm not in any one place long enough to really get to know anybody. So any advice on making friends, any advice on finding somebody interesting to spend some time with, uh, you know, pants on or pants off, dealer's choice. So, uh, yeah, if you can help me out, that'd be great. If not, uh, I'll still love you anyway. Hey, man, um, so going, going back, uh, is, he is a single father? Or does he have a wife? He has a wife? So he has a wife, but they're separated. Separated. And they have a young kid. Got it. And so when he is home, he lives in the same house as her, but he's with the kid. Got it. Right. And they're not 
it seemingly it sound, no because it sounds like out of the year he's only there's only 12 weeks out of the year that he's home wow okay okay yeah so that you, know, you gotta spend all your time with your kid mm-hmm. of course um I mean, it's interesting that i i could see why you would ask me uh or, or like why like how like how i mean I, the thing is i don't generally i basically for the most part keep to myself unless if i'm doing you know what though i'll advise you to do what i do i don't do it to meet people but i i've talked about this before it's like i seek out uh volunteer work when i can so that'd be my advice to you man you meet some really awesome people and you you do cool stuff and uh you feel great about yourself if you have that have that free time uh, there are a lot of activities you can do at night. There are places that they need people to serve food. They need people to um, uh, help clean up, things like that. And you, you'll you can there, there there's a there's a great degree of bonding. You can meet a lot a lot of lifelong friends that way. Uh, other than that, casual stuff. A good way is I don't know. Obviously, the the obvious thing would be in a would be a bar, but I think your kind of typical bar you're more often going to find um, uh, uh, a lot of people who want to drink pretty heavily and stuff. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that all the you know, here and there. But like every time you're on the road, that'll that'll lead to some bad habits. Believe you me. But I would suggest going to things like um, you know, you sound a man like around my age and. The, the running joke is, boy, we sure like craft beers. So go to like uh, a brew pub or a, a, a place that kind of specializes in like beer and wine. I find like more often than not, people kind of go to those kind of places to linger, to hang out. A lot of these places do uh, like trivia nights. A lot of these places do, um, uh, uh, you know, kind of sponsored activities, things like that. Uh, what I've what I've also found is you can find at, you, if you just Google like what's going on in uh, wherever you wherever you put in the place you're going, West Virginia in this instance, uh, this weekend, and it'll you they, they there are people who build those lists because as much as you're looking for something to do, there are people that are sponsoring activities and looking for people to join them. So try to put yourself uh, you and them together. Uh, that's one of the most glorious things about the internet. You can just find anything. So that'd be my advice. Any any advice for the gentleman? So, so I just I, I just have a part two to that that I think. So if you're going to tr- like the same twelve different states, I'd imagine that you can plan your hotel to be relatively in the same area. So it might be mm. like a thirty extra minute drive, but if that thirty extra minute drive always gets you to uh, I'm just going to use my hometown cuz Encinitas, right? So yeah. no, so you just always have Encinitas be your hub when you're doing San Diego, right? Yeah. So so it's like okay, I'm going to be in San Diego, so yeah, it's a it's a bit more of a drive to go from, you know, like downtown San Diego to Encinitas, but if that's always my hub, you can then try to have consistency. So like mm. within the 12 states, if you could have 12 or 16 hubs that yeah it's a little inconvenient to get there but you do and you know that that hub has your craft brew trivia night you know that hub has the open mic you like to go to you know that hub has shuffleboarding you know lawn bowling i don't know whatever the kind of hobby or interest thing is Mm -hmm. that you have like if you could just make those hubs that you always go to then you can start seeing people consistently that's a great idea that's a great idea 
Yeah. Um, I just, and the other thing I'm thinking of is getting into a hobby that's so niche, like ukulele club, right? Did you know that like <laughs> almost every city has a ukulele club? No. And so you're not meeting the same people every time, but you're meeting a very specific same type of person every time. So yeah. there's like comfort in the unification of ukuleles. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> that's an ex extremely random example, but it's great because even if this guy uh, isn't into specifically ukuleles, he should go, all right, what am I into? Yeah. What's my thing? What do yeah, I like? I like, find it. I like listening to jazz. I'm going to go to this jazz night totally. uh, every time I'm in this town. That is it. I think that's really it. I mean, you could, it's fun. I love going to new places when I go to when I'm on the road. But there, are, I do have mainstays. I do have ones. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going back here. I'm definitely going to go back there. Mm. You know, you definitely because it's like when it's good, it's good. I I feel like you got to branch out, be a little bit more out of your your comfort zone. But I I do have friends that are like I order the same thing there every single time because I don't want to be disappointed. It's like okay, cool man. I get it. Yeah, you know? totally. It doesn't, help. it doesn't hurt to be a little bit of both of those yeah. things. Yeah, go I to think. Pizza Moza. I always get that Bianca pizza. So good. <laughs> so good. All right, dude. Hope that helps, man. Okay, trying again. So, hello, Matt. Amanda, uh, this is Dave from Michigan. And there's a girl I've been dating for two years. And it started out great. We had kind of opposing schedules, uh, but we managed to make it work. And recently I got a new job, which puts me at a completely different working schedule than hers. She works during the weekdays uh, retail, and I do overnight thirds on weekends, meaning I sleep during the days. And... She really didn't adapt to it very well. We would get to see each other maybe once or twice a week, uh, and it, it never really seemed to be enough. You know, I, I would try to go out and do other things, just living life, and she would get jealous that I was going out, talking to other people, uh, even going to the store, to the point where she would track me uh, through an app on her phone just to see where I was for the day. Um, you know, even when we were together, she would be checking up on things at work. Uh, just kind of distant, and we never really seemed to connect. So it grew to the point where the first inclination towards doing anything outside of watching a movie was always kind of negative. Um, but I guess I don't really want to get into a laundry list of grievances, uh, but it just kind of seemed like we're growing apart. So my question is, is it weird to have a designated fart corner in my house? Um, would love any advice you have or insight onto this situation. And a happy Memorial Day to all of you. Uh, have a great day. Bye. So was the whole the whole opening part fake of that? Do you think? I I you know I I think it was real, and then I think that was like a displacement. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think. So it's like, like I we probably should have 
I guess, address the first thing, then the second yes, thing. Yes, I think so, In, in yes. the interest of science. Agree. Yes, I agree yeah. that the second question is very important, but that the first one they're, is... They, yes, I would argue they're uh, in your in your, fa- in your favor that they are equally important. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, so, as per the first thing, that is fucking unhealthy, and you should not have someone like that in your life. Uh, if you've warned her and said, please don't do that, but she's still doing that, uh, you should, I say, break it off. Because this person has their own problems to deal with. Uh, I know, easy for me to say, but look, man, you just don't want that in your life. Um, but if you have not said anything, then there's a problem. So you definitely need to kind of step in and go. Because look, some people, I know I, my wife and I are the only people for each other that we ha- know where, where we are on our phones kind of thing. And it's, it's funny and it's fun. Or sometimes I'll look at like, why is it taking her so long to get home? And I'll look and be like, see where she is. And I'll be like, hey, you're by Baskin Robbins. Get me an ice cream cake or something stupid. <laughs> it's like a funny text to see. But like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's funny. But it's but it's like, it, you know, like you if someone had if anyone else, if I was like dating someone and they were constantly checking where I was, it's just that's that's just a level of distrust. That's not cool. Um, so that's that's my angle on the first thing. You want to take yeah. the first thing? Your um, angle? So I, I think that this comes back to, this is actually a conversation I have had a lot in the last like week and a half, which is another reason I wanted to do this was that, um, we are toxic for somebody, you know what I mean? Like, so she might not actually be this mistrusting. It's just whatever is going on in the relationship. However, things are seduced, right? You just might be toxic for each other. It's not that you're bad Mm. people. You're just actually not really designed to bring out the best in each other. And I think for the sake of both of you, you need to separate. And that's just, that just seems, I just, I don't know what's going on right now, but there's so many people where it's like, Hey, they're a good person. You're a good person. But when you're together, it is. And, and you're in the blind spots you have are each other. Uh huh. Like blatantly. Yeah. So I I think it's just a, that. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think that he also, he did no part was he like, but I, re- I really care about her. I really love her. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He Doesn't, sounds pretty over it. Yeah. Sounds over it. Uh, as for the fart corner, absolutely not. No. Do not have a corner in your house that festers and keeps all the farts. <laughs> you should be going elsewhere. Go outside. Uh, you know, walk away. Uh, it's, you know, farts are to be displaced into the wind. <laughs> Outdoors, if possible, at all times. Do and not... buy a dog or child. Yeah. So that you can blame yeah. it buy, on them. Buy yourself a child. Uh, like, <laughs> like, and it's like, you should, if you're going to have that corner, have a, like a, have like a, the, the side of the fence outside in your house. <laughs> Absolutely not, man. <sighs> That's terrible. I mean, look, if you and your gal are watching TV and it's just like, oh, I'm going to fart, go stand in the corner. Maybe. At the same time, I say just just go outside or, you know, if you're farting all the time that you have a corn in your house, you should adjust your diet. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, can I make this episode super gross? Yeah. Okay. Always. So high school, mm. right? This kid, Leaf, last name not to be shared, no. had a jerk off target on his wall oh nice in his bed so this kind of like you have a fart corner you have like a jerk off target (laughs) right so when he would jerk off he'd always want it to hit the same part of this wall you can do that when you're a young man and we so we so he uh somebody like went to his house 
and saw it and told everyone. And there was a point in time at lunch where he got mad at everybody because we didn't want to come over to his house. Everybody was like mortified to come to his house, right? So finally it took like the one person to step up and be like, we know about your like jerk off corner, Uh, right? Like where you do this and none of us want to see it. And he got like really upset and he was like, okay. And he admitted to it. He was like, oh yeah, I have it. This is a thing. Sure. But And like, so like we didn't want to like be around because that thing existed you know what i mean so when you're sitting there like dude don't let it like fester and collect in the corner my mind immediately went to this guy's like jerk that's the worst version of that kind of thing oh so gross and and but you know the key is that was a high school kid this is a grown man calling in about the far corner (laughs) it's like that it's a it's a high school idea and it belongs in high school yeah the 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 jizz the jizz target the, the the fart corner. These are high school ideas. Yeah. These are not something you want to carry into your into your yeah. into your adulthood. Like uh, do you remember no. that band Hoobastank? Of course. Do you know what that means, Hoobastank? No. No, I don't either, so I gave it a definition. Okay. When somebody farts in an elevator and leaves. Oh. And then you walk into it and you're stuck into the elevator. Oh. Hoobastank. Oh, right. Like That's as like, as like who was ah uh, got yeah, it. you know. Sure. Crop and now there's crop dusting. So mm-hmm. he's got his crop dusting corner when you crop dust the elevator. Well, I, f- I think f- hoopstank happens if you fart in the elevator and you say out loud, look, I'm not a perfect person. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Isn't that sad hey, when you can't? Why is this why is this re- elevator stink? The reason is you. Oh, why can't why can't anybody clench it long enough for an elevator ride? Oh, I do. I I will I will like iron clamp my butt cheeks the whole way. So it's like I'm not gonna do that to people. And I'm gonna I'm gonna crab walk a little bit like out of the out of the elevator when I'm getting out and just let it out in the hallway. Yeah. Why you gotta do that to the poor elevator people, man? Yeah. But people real can't hold it in elevators. Well, I it's think like people in the shower. people are on the go and also like uh, and they they're going here and there and also like the older you get the harder it is to to like you just be around old people and they'll just fart and you're like all right like they can't hold it it just boop, sure, boop. sure but why why what is appealing about elevators right like, i don't think it's i think it's just pure chance unless there's someone that's being an asshole okay i'm sure they exist but to me if someone smells my fart i am mortified i'm mortified if it's my wife i still feel bad i was about to say i like it but no i don't it's like when you're alone and farting you know, and even you're like, oh, horrible. <laughs> There's still part of you that's, that's like, so ha ha. But so like, <laughs> but but anytime I'm around people, oh man, no, I hate it. I'm still like, oh, there's no, there's no, it's not like letting out a belch where you can like laugh it off. You can't really like, I admire the confidence of someone that can fart and be like, whoops, in a room <laughs> yeah, full of strangers. Yeah, I do, never yeah. could do that. Yeah. I just, uh, I can't. I don't eat grapes anymore because so so because grapes give me the loudest farts. They don't Whoa. smell, but they're so loud, wow. and it, I can't I can't do it anymore. Sure, I haven't had a grape for years. Mm-hmm. Like that's so funny. <laughs> uh, adulting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey Amanda, keep up the good work. Hey dipshit. Question for you. So. Uh, Michael from Chicago, I have in my garage, um, oh, so I bought a house uh, about, I don't know, uh, seven years ago, and we have a a fenced-in yard because we have a dog, and over the last couple of years, I've 
accumulated um, <clears throat> like pesticides for the lawn and shit like that, you know, weed and feed and stuff like that. And like a couple of bags, two, three bags. And um, I just heard on the on the news that uh, insect populations are collapsing. And um, I'm thinking that, uh, well, anyway, should I throw this shit out? Just get out. I'm not going to try and kill bugs no more, even though it's, uh, you know, kind of my instinct. Um, I don't like them. You have uh, mad bugs here in America. I grew up in Ireland. There was house flies, wasps, bumblebees, spiders, and that was it. No fucking cicadas or the crazy crap you have here. Anyway, despite my gut reaction to uh, kill all bugs, it should only be those inside the house, right? I should just let the outside be the outside, uh, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, anyway, what do you think? What do you think? Do you have a yard? Let me know. Hey, man. Yes. Uh... Hello, thanks for calling uh, from Chicago. I, I have a I have a yard. Yeah, I don't I don't fuck with the the bugs outside. I figure that's that's where they live. I live in here. If a bug comes to my house, I kill it. But like I I yeah I don't I've never had that problem with uh, bugs eating up all my plants and stuff. I kind of have what I call like California or desert plants that kind of just they stay alive somehow. We water a little <laughs> a little bit like but. Rarely, maybe like maybe like we turn the, the the sprinkler on like once a week at night for a little bit because it's just you know we live in a drought and and almost a permanent drought so it's just like not smart to do but anyway I oh, I wish I had someone from Chicago to tell you but yeah I generally I think you nailed it at the end there just kill the bugs inside not outside Amanda uh, so I just know from being a gardening person, mm. that diatomaceous earth, a.k.a. chalk, is super cheap. And it you can put it, like, around your house, and it'll prevent things like spiders and ants mm. and okay. fleas and stuff from coming into your house. Oh, cool. So you can, like, outline it with that, and that's, like, normal and natural and yeah now you're not just like totally murdering the backyard yeah. you're just like naturally protecting your house now there are bugs that are invasive species sure and i think that you know for the region he's in he should see what that is and then what you can do about it because we have an invasive species out here in Southern California and there's this stuff called neem oil, which is like totally natural, totally organic. Mm. And that's what I put on all of my vegetables. Oh. And it doesn't like kill everything, but it kills like these invasive species that we have. Oh, great. So there's, it's just like a little research, right? But mm. otherwise like, yeah, you should really kind of leave the backyard ecosystem yeah. to do what it's going to do. Yeah. 
and then, you know, do what you can and not let stuff, get, too much stuff get in your house. I mean, I kind of let a, a, fly, a, a spider or two get in my house because it's like a natural fly killer. Yeah, I usually do that too. If it, there's just a spider that's around, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'm not going to be like mad at it. But like I've had apartments where ants have totally taken over. Yeah, ants are no dice. And and like and like to the extent that it like completely con- could consume the kitchen. And so like for that, you know, mm-hmm. you got to get like a hold. Yeah. No, a- a- absolutely. It's uh, it's funny. I was just thinking about there's if if you're looking for something fun to read online, there's this thing on, on the Portland Mercury that's like my hometown, like indie paper, uh, and and it's called I Anonymous, and people just write in just rants about someone that pissed them off on the bus or this or that <laughs> or the other. And there was one guy who people kept stealing his vegetables. And, and out of his out of his yard and so he was just like fuck it and he did the, the next thing he just he sprayed all his vegetables with a non-toxic uh like violent diuretic like no you, way you eat that vegetable you'll no shit yourself way. so bad no way and I you won't be able to that. stop and it was I like love that. and it was like he's like i've put up signs i put up a fence and you keep stealing my vegetables enjoy your diarrhea motherfucker and it was just the funniest and so i my mind when you said spray your vegetables it just just, oh, totally. Just like you with the jizz dot. Like, my mind yeah. immediately went to the worst <laughs> version of that kind of thing I've ever heard of for a, for another invasive species. Yeah, 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 a, f- yeah. a fucking, you know, uh, free freeloading won't won't grow or pay for their own shit, Portlander. Uh, but, um, yeah, just, but yeah, I think I think we nailed it. Yeah. yeah Keep the outside it. outside. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Let, but let it, like, be. Mm-hmm. I know that, um, you know, a lot of people do, like, landscaping maintenance where they'll pick up all the dead leaves and stuff that are in their backyard mm-hmm. and everything like that. That's actually not the best. No. Okay. So if you have indoor plants, you got to like, I can't believe we're go- going garden nerd right Sure. Now. Why not? Uh, but like you got to do that because there's no natural winds or anything to like remove like the dead plant and mm-hmm. stuff. But like in the backyard to like let stuff like just like die and like compost on the ground and is actually like really good for it. Like a lot oh, of people okay. who want these right. pristine, perfect suburban dream lawns, no. like that's actually not like the most like eco stable. Oh, totally. Totally. Thing so, are you going to be doing anything in your backyard anytime soon? We're we're we're, we're they're building a deck right now. That's right. So I was like, something's going on. Yeah, and it, it, uh, Alex, our our uh, handyman guy, is great because we just we had all these giant plants, these two big like kind of uh, palm frond plants that we were just like, well, they got to dig those out, and uh, we we went and got these giant uh, pots, and so we're going to put those because he's like a big plant loving guy, and he's like, oh, oh cool. you should save these, and so we got big. So there, I just. Looked out back and he put them in the pots for us and they look really good. So you know it's 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 always like that you want it you want it to look nice, but like we just had a bunch of mounds of dirt back there and like no we weren't gonna we weren't gonna plas- plant grass so we yeah. could waste water all the time. Totally. So like, oh, let's just let's just put a, a deck in and put some plants that can live around mm-hmm. it and stuff like that. So yeah. so yeah, that's it's, cool. It's though. bit by bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you guys are doing things in this house. I know you like having peeps over. So yeah. It's been a while, but uh, we're going to start again. Um, all, right. all right. Well, uh, let's see. I will be in uh, Syracuse at the Syracuse Funny Bone, uh, June 13th to the 15th. I'll be in Dayton, Ohio at the Dayton Funny Bone. Uh, the, at the June 21st to the 23rd. After that, I am off for about a month. Uh, but uh, go to mattbronger.com for any dates. Um, you can listen to uh, this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, iTunes. Um, 
all kinds of places. Stitcher, Pandora. Yes. Uh, be sure to rate us high and uh, leave us a nice review. And tell your friends. Yeah, yeah. Right when we're about to end, just real quick, you guys. Mm. Just yeah. Give us that quick little review right just now. Just do it. We'd appreciate it. Yeah. And the phone number, we've been getting in such good calls. 323-763-0228. So. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Take it easy. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Fronger.